Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to What Culture Star Wars. This week saw some big changes for the galaxy far, far away, at least when it comes to video games, with Lucasfilm Games rising from the ashes to end EA's exclusivity deal with the Star Wars license, and announcing a brand new open world Star Wars title coming from the Division 2 developers, Massive Entertainment. A new era of Star Wars games is upon us, but what's next for the series EA got right, and what games could possibly come next? I'm, of course, Ewan Patterson, and today with me to discuss the news is Ben Roy Turner. Hello there. And hello there. A delayed hello there. Yes, a delayed <laughs> hello there. I was, I was, it was a nervous hello there. The first Star Wars hello there of 2021. Uh, it, hello there. <laughs> it's, it's weird how this, this sort of like this wealth of Star Wars like like announcements is coming out of nowhere. How long ago did we have all the shows? And now we've getting all these games and. It almost feels like uh, the mouse has sort of done what they thought they had to with getting the uh, 789 out. And now it's just like, let's try something different. And also the High Republic, what was like last week as well? Yeah, so yeah. Just... I still haven't I still haven't read that yet. I need to. I'm currently, I finished Alphabet Squadron's second book last yeah. week and now I'm moving on to Ahsoka. But um, yeah, it's, it's, a big, it's a big deal because Lucasfilm Games, they have been around. I know a lot of people have said that this was their big return last week, but they have existed as a as an entity of Disney video games for a while now. Um, but now they're taking a more active role in a way that I guess is kind of similar to um, what Marvel have been doing for a while now, you know, in terms of not just giving carte blanche to one publisher and developer to go ham with the license, but, you know, being a little bit more selective with who you're giving your stuff to. I mean, that hasn't always paid off given that we just had Marvel's Avengers last year, but, you know, it, it makes more sense than say giving the license to a publisher who then only goes on to make like four AAA Star Wars games in a decade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Lucasfilm Games, they basically returned from the ashes last week uh, and announced an Indiana Jones title that's coming from Bethesda, which we're both excited for because, you know, we, we both love Indiana Jones. Yes. And then literally the next day after they announced the Star Wars stuff and it, it got it got, it got leaked. It didn't get leaked. It, it broke on Wired magazine before literally anything else. And they revealed that Ubisoft's massive entertainment who made The Division 2 will be working on a open world Star Wars title that's going to be using the snowdrop engine from that game and yeah basically ushering in a new era of star wars games ea will continue to make star wars titles as well it's a very important thing to emphasize here it's just that they no longer have exclusive access to the brand which again i think this is a good thing because even though you know we can talk about how disappointing or you know misused ea's tenure with the star wars license was 
they made some good games. You know, Star Wars Battlefront 2015 was enjoyable. Star Wars Battlefront 2 was phenomenal after the terrible launch it had. And then you have um, Jedi Fallen Order, which is fantastic. And then also Star Wars Squadrons. So, you know, and I think everyone will be relieved in a way because a lot of people are anticipating sequels to those titles. But yeah, Benry, what are your overall thoughts on this now? Is this the right path that Lucasfilm Games have taken? Well, first of all, I have to say I did a really good tweet the other day where it was... Here he is. Uh, <laughs> uh, EA, um, what was it? Disney are altering the deal. Pray they didn't alter it any further. Oh, that's good. I wish I'd yes. thought of that. <laughs> um, no, uh, it's, it feels a bit like that, how they... It's, um, they did we ever get... A, like, this is me thinking about... Was it 10 years ago that they started making these games? That's so I'm, I'm dying inside. But um, when they signed this exclusivity, I didn't realize we had a, a set date on it. I guess they just kept it secret because of business. Yeah, there wasn't, but... there was, there wasn't, just to interrupt you, there wasn't a natural, there was some confusion over that in the report last week because some people yeah. thought it was um, canceled prematurely or whether there was initial confusion over the initial announcement, whether it was like eight years or 10 years or whatever. So, but yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, and um, it's it's funny because now this, especially this announcement, it feels like Squadrons was like, what can we make fast that we already have a bunch of assets for? Mm-hmm. And let's get, like, because um, it's not like Squadrons feels like crap or anything, right? That I'm trying to, like, get around it. I like, really like Squadrons. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it was just like uh, they have the, they have the ship sort of mechanics. They mm. got um, uh, the writer in for Battlefront 2 to write a story here. It just felt like... And it was a it was a discounted title. It was like forty pounds here when it came out. But yeah, it just felt like Squadrons was like that last quick. Well, let's get something out just so we can, like, you know, we've got the Star Wars license for one last minute before it spreads everywhere. But yeah, now that it's going everywhere, it, are we going to get this sort of like you know that time uh, after the Phantom Menace came out? Yes, having one or two Star Wars games a year at some point. Wherever you know how many Star Wars games came out in two thousand and five, Ben Roy. Like, like four. A about you had Lego Star Wars, you had Star Wars Battlefront 2, you had Star Wars Republic Commando, you had Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith, and I'm sure there's probably some RTS bollocks that I've completely forgotten about as well. Um, I yeah, uh, I had I had all of them in one mm-hmm. way or another, and like yeah, and like because yeah, look at this way, yeah, I'm never gonna do like another Empire at War sort of like uh, so. The, the fact that they're spreading out the license like this and if people now it seems like if people are pitching good things then it's a go like it seems like eves and his puts up his cloak like yes i can't do it because my wife's here but this is me being eves getting a star wars <laughs> license to let's do an ubisoft open world game where we climb every sort of i don't know climb the death stars to reveal more of the galaxy yeah, I mean, that's that's a good thing to move on to because, you know, we pretty much covered the, the basics of the deal there. You yeah. know, the precedent that Lucasfilm have established now is that they're going to be listening to everyone, which opens up the door to all sorts of different studios to make all sorts of different Star Wars games. But of course, if, you know, if they wanted their obligatory open world next-gen title, then Ubisoft are the, the guys to go to for that. Um, and, you know... In regards to this this open world title, we don't know when it's set, who it's going to be about, um, but there is plenty to speculate there already, given Massive Entertainment's resume. You know, they did The Division 2, um, the creative director on the upcoming Star Wars game. The name has escaped me because I didn't write it down because I'm a, nup- a, a numpty. But he um, is actually also worked on the crew as well. So there's a history of, you know, open world multiplayer co-op focused titles there. So... I hope we so, don't get a crew style Star Wars game. Let's just say that. I just 
now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I don't think it'll be single player. Um, that's just going to be my kind of take right now. I don't think it'll be single player oriented. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that because we have Respawn's Fallen Order sequel that is definitely getting made to kind of, you know, occupy that quote unquote niche, if you want to call it that. Um, but I'm also not particularly here for The Division, but make it Star Wars. As much as I want to play a Star Wars co-op game where me and my mates can customize our like costumes and win a space BD after shooting 50 Greedos or whatever, Rodians. Yeah. I know they're called Rodians. I was making a joke. Um, I, I'm still not particularly too keen on it being the division, but Star Wars. But that's again, that's probably really premature. We don't know what the hell form it's kind of kind of take. But what do you think it's going to be? Uh, it's weird because I was trying to think of how the division would fit into anywhere in Star Wars. I'm like a squad of like mercenaries going around Coruscant, like in the lower levels or something like that. Scoundrels, bounty hunters, smugglers. Yeah, it's just. But then like bounty hunter, like because I, I to me it doesn't feel like bounty hunters are going around in their squad. But after watching so much Clone Wars recently, hey, like every, Boba has his own crew. Yeah, Boba has his own crew. Get Dengar as long as we get Dengar back in some form. Like I, I just want to have a dirt nap with Dengar really at this point. <laughs> At least I hate him, but now I'm just on Team Dengar. Uh, it feels like maybe if they were to do that, that maybe set it during the sort of like uh, the the 30 years between. I know it's like oh, set it during the 30 years between uh, a New Hope, not a New Hope, uh, Jedi and uh, Force Awakens, because you know mm. then that's got sort of like the galaxies in a bit of turmoil. You can have people going around like a settlement and an open planes and stuff, and sort of like it being lawless in a way. Uh, other than that, maybe I don't think we're going to get any game set past uh, Rise of Skywalker just because they're just going to leave that alone until a film comes out. So it's probably going to be either that or set prior to Phantom Menace at this point. Okay. Yeah. And also, I, I was thinking, like, maybe they could just do a Clone Wars game, like take stuff from the Clone Wars series and aspects of that and just do something like that. Either way, it's going to be uh one it's going to be a four player squad game thing i hope it's not just one of those games as jobs games where i've got to go mm -hmm. on every day and like get a different a purple blaster compared to my blue yeah. color blaster i don't want that sort of thing but I, i'm skeptical but i feel like it's got to be some the galaxy's got to be in, well, it always is in turmoil but i don't think mm -hmm. you could set it during say like a new hope and like and uh, Jedi and things like that. Yeah, I definitely think in terms of, you know, we're going to talk about the overall expanded Star Wars canon, most of the stories that we've seen you know, in the past two decades, whether that be the Force Unleashed or Fallen Order or Star Wars Rebels or whatever. I know they, I know Force Unleashed isn't canon anymore, but yeah, a lot of the stories, the point I'm getting at here, is that so many of them have occurred in that gap in between episodes three and four. So I totally agree with you. I think the, the period between episodes six and seven is a great window to explore, especially when you get towards the um, the dying stages of that era, because we've seen the immediate aftermath of episode six now yeah. uh, in, a, in a variety of media, you know, whether that be the um, aftermath trilogy, Alphabet Squadron, Star Wars Battlefront two, or The Mandalorian. So I think going a little bit further into that timeline does make a lot of sense. And, you know, it would make part of that, you know, Disney's and Lucasfilm's wider strategy in terms of focusing on that period with all the different TV shows. Because, you know, we've got The Book of Boba Fett come in. We've got Mandalorian Season 3 come in. We've got Ahsoka. We've got Rangers of the New Republic. So it would fit into their focus that they've got on that era right now, which I think would make a lot of sense. And yeah, I know I totally agree. I have the same anxieties and fears as you do about this, Ben Roy. Um, <laughs> 
But again, you know, it's exciting that we do actually have something in the works. And I don't think this is one that's going <laughs> to, I don't think this is an announced Star Wars game that's going to get cancelled, thankfully, because we've had way too many of them over yeah. the years. Um, but yeah, moving on from Ubisoft's upcoming game, let's talk a little bit about EA and the license. Now, after the initial report, although the initial report from Wired and then also Star Wars's official announcement on their website didn't say at all that EA weren't working with Star Wars anymore. In fact, it emphasized they would continue to make Star Wars titles. They still had to have their little statement on Twitter being all like, hey, we're still here. Don't think we're done yet because we're definitely still doing stuff, even though we've had our exclusive deal taken away from us. We're still doing Star Wars, which is good. I'm going to reiterate that I think that is a good move because for as much as we can talk about how, you know, they cancelled Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, the more we hear about that project, it does seem as though there are a lot of behind-the-scenes problems there. And then they also cancelled um, Project... Was it Project Orca? I think it was the, the 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 smuggler game that was coming from a different studio. I forget which I one now, though. the exact names, but I remember Jason Schreier saying four Star Wars games were cancelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, despite that, we have had some successes there. I and mean, like... Yeah. Sorry to jump on you. I just oh, like cool. it's it's not the era of when I had like say a Starfighter game and then a Bounty Hunter game and then uh, Battlefront. It, it, there's not so much variety, but mm-hmm. like I really is it 2015 the first Battlefront. Yeah. The first yeah. New, I mean I enjoyed that. Like I played it that for 200 hours. I played Battlefront two for 250 hours. Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> Fallen Order. I enjoyed. I mean even though I feel like. Calcestis was a bit a bit boring in spots. Like I feel like you could yeah, I agree. gone somewhere else. I, all the characters around him were interesting. Mm-hmm. More interesting. Uh, like everything else around him was more interesting like, than him. And then Squadrons was kind of like, um, I played it and I just felt like, say, they, I, I think they shouldn't like put things like uh, Leia or Vader or Ray Sloan in the marketing if they're going to be shown in five frames of the entire game because I, I really was hoping for like Ray Sloan in that game like more like delving into that rather than like say this confined story but then that's fine as well it's, it, like that was me getting my expectations too high so mm-hmm. I yeah it, it just, it's and it, it's weird like more is good and i didn't hate the ea stuff so i want ea to i feel like they've learned their lesson now and i want a battlefront i want this i want a current gen i want a playstation 5 version of battlefront 3 like i i want it and, I, and i'm not gonna say i don't and <laughs> uh give me what i want and imagine like they could just after some high republic stuff they could throw some of that in there we could get extra clone exactly there is so much potential potential yeah. for a third battlefront game and you know i've, I've spoken at length both um, on here and What Culture Gaming about how dumb EA's decision to end support for Battlefront 2 was and, you know, looking at DICE... So mm. you know why that is, isn't it? Because of... Oh, the, yeah, 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 exactly. And, and looking at, you know, DICE, there have been a lot of departures with that studio over the last couple of months. So, you know, Dennis Bramvell, who was the creative director on Battlefront 2, he's now no longer with DICE and, you know, put up a tweet the other month talking about, you know, quote tweeting uh, a fan who was upset about how, you know, all this cool Star Wars content is coming, but yet we have nothing for Battlefront 2. And if DICE were allowed to continue with it, they would have made all these things. They just quote tweeted it saying, I know, which hints at, you know, some frustration there. And yeah, I just hope that going forward, EA are much more supportive of these studios and allow them time to to really bring their vision to life. And, you know, Battlefront 2, the issue with that game in the long term is that they really struggle to monetize it after the loot box controversy and the new progression system they introduced because they didn't bring out enough cosmetics for people to buy. You look at Battlefield, Battlefield 5, they have 
cosmetics you can buy every single week each week the store gets rotated in and out and you can buy stuff and it encourages that you know that that forced scarcity where you you have yeah. those skins that people need to get i'm not saying that i want to see that in battlefront 3 however if we want to see these types of games last longer um i would you know i'm just kind of saying that battlefront 2's own demise was ea's own fault in a way you know they brought it back and then we're just like ah we're gonna cut it loose but I, I, again I, I totally agree i think battlefront 3 is the priority for me because i really enjoyed battlefront 2 i want to see like a new kind of rise of the empire campaign where you're a part of the 501st and you get to do all that stuff uh, i want to see new heroes new errors and yeah just uh, I, we had the stuff as well the other week where the actors from star wars battlefront 2 story were doing motion capture together weren't they yeah. so who knows what it's, could come next it's interesting because like uh <clears throat> like yeah like we all the chance they should do what they, they should everyone should look at gears 5 and see how they've done it where you can play that game and you can earn currency it doesn't take a grind to get it or mm -hmm. you can just put some money in and do it for and buy a skin they've got a a billion skins and characters in there and i've managed to get pretty much everything by just playing it so it is possible they should do that they should copy that system for battlefront 3 and also like when you look back at the skins of battlefront 2 like why didn't we get darth maul with robot legs why, why didn't, didn't we get, get luke bespin why yeah. luke yeah. why didn't we get vader or like damaged just damaged vader or vader without the mask on or something like that mm -hmm. so it cracked mask or anything any like a, a, grievous of a cloak like we had some weird groups but with a cloak would have been nice uh just Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Count Dooku as a Jedi, you know, things like yeah. that. Like they, they, they wouldn't have taken that much effort, but also at the same time, wasn't it like a massive problem that they had to sort of like go through Disney with every... I heard that. I heard that as well. And it's a weird one because... Um, yeah like if you look at battlefront 2 right now it has a really strong modding community yeah. and every single week i'm seeing mods for this game that with like excellent Plo skins Koon. and playable heroes like plocoon kit fisto um qui-gon jinn that sort of stuff and sabine wren and all the mandalorian content that's coming out right now and it just does kind of exemplify how easy it would have been to make battlefront 2 the complete game although it never came to pass but whatever mm. i won't dwell on it any longer um we'll move on to um 
Respawn and Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2. We've known that's been in the works for a while now. I believe Jason Schreier, back when he was at Kotaku, talked about how in the wake of Fallen Order's, you know, um, sales figures, the, the, the sequel got greenlit. And we know so much, well, we know, I don't, we don't know so much, but we know that obviously, you know, it will probably continue the adventures of Cal Kestis and the rest of the Stinger Mantis. I've actually got an, a quick editorial video coming out within the next week or so about yeah. a potential era that they could go for that game. So I won't spoil it too much here, but I do think it would make sense for Fallen Order 2 to tie in slightly with the High Republic, really lean into those Tomb Raider and Chartered-esque elements and have Cal and the, the rest of the Stinger Mantis maybe looking for a High Republic artifact that the rest of the Empire are after. That's kind of where I'm really going with that idea. But yeah, Fallen Order 2, um, what, what do you think Respawn are getting up to and what kind of features and stuff do you think we could see? Because I know a lot of the time when we, when we were talking about the game when it released in 2019, we did kind of have that feeling that um, there was a sense of tragedy to the adventure of Cal and Seer and, and co because any Jedi around about that time needs to kind of get out of the picture by the time yeah. the Luke Skywalker comes around. And obviously, you know, for Star Wars Rebels, I won't spoil anything, but both Ezra and Kanan find different ways of exiting the story before the events of, you know, Rogue One and uh, Episode Four. So what, what do you think's coming? I think, like, uh, that series maybe has a game, one or two more games, and then, like, I feel like they could, per like, hand off that moniker of fallen order to ahsoka like maybe he he's mm. with her for a bit and then like ultimately cal sacrifices herself or dies to the hand of like vader or something like that mm. or like, maybe like he saves her like i don't want as i think we've said a hundred times before like us in conversations on here like i don't want there to be like actually there's like a hundred jedi alive in this time and luke's not special at all because mm. like the the growing i mean i I will, I'm behind this, the growing, the growing sort of like, oh, Mace Windu is going to be alive. I'm like, no, no, you can't, <laughs> you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to manifest that, Ben Roy, it's banned. I mean, we never saw Plo Koon exactly die. Plo Koon could have jumped out that giant starfighter as well. Like, and then ask me, <laughs> you look at, if you pause it, you see something fly off the ship. Kid Fisto was playing dead as well when Palpatine did that little face. Is it, is it, does Fisto die when Palpatine does the weird face? Or is uh, that yeah, before? He, um, he, he just goes, uh, and just like slaps, yeah. slaps him with a saber as he's just really <laughs> focusing on Mace Windu. Everyone just sort of screams in terror. And yeah. Mace Windu's the only one who can sort of hold it down. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I feel like I, I, the thing is, the problem I have with Battlefront 2, just going back to that quickly, is mm -hmm. they were like, oh, you're going to play as um, the bad guys. You're going to play as Inferno Squad. And then in like 10 seconds, it was like, oh, actually, we've got we've got real like sort of, it, it, it didn't go, it, it was like that for a level. And then it was everyone sort of like realizing, wait, like we're the bad. <laughs> are, are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah. And I really wanted to at least most of that to be we're the baddies before like I, I'm, I'm fine with the characters and the revelations in that story but it just felt mm -hmm. like you just you just lied to me very by the numbers yeah. uh, i enjoy i enjoyed the battlefront 2 story as well but yeah i definitely agree and you know the actual inferno squad book that's set before that you know i think that's set yeah. i believe just before the battle of hearth or just after i can't remember that kind of spends more time with them you know it, as out and out villains. are you go, are you going with this train of thought the idea that maybe a fallen order sequel or threequel because i expect it to be a trilogy yeah. do you think there'll be more like anthology games where you play a different character in each one i think so i, I would like that like because mm. that way that ea can sequelize things as they like to do but then they can 
go different places because like again like unless unless uh people at disney have a grand plan for cal kestis and we didn't see him turn up in any shows like now we've got 100 shows coming is he going to pop up in one of them as i've said mm -hmm. before it's a real actor they they chose a few real human's face rather than making their own face <laughs> and like so I mean, I don't know a lot of publishers and us do this, but like, I just feel like there's a grander plan for Cal Kestis or we knock him off in a game or two and maybe yeah. hand the franchise over to Ahsoka. And I want to delve more into... Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I can totally, I'm actually reading the Ahsoka novel right now, so... I will, yeah, I want to delve more into like just the gritty horribleness of the Empire and I want them to like take a chance rather than rather than the books doing all sort of the lift and work in that department mm -hmm. and like say the Battlefront book that I want to get to and then the game is kind of just like, oh, actually we're all super happy friends and everyone's nice on the inside. Even though that yeah. even though that's like, that's lessons that you need to sort of learn and stuff, but you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, I want them to go places with Star Wars that they haven't done before, but still sort of like, you know, still have it so I guess kids can play it at some point. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I totally agree. And, you know, I think Fallen Order 2 is probably the most anticipated Star Wars game that is in the works right now, more so than, you know, Ubisoft's upcoming title. But, you know, that's for good reason. You know, it's the first single-player Star Wars game, well, single-player-focused Star Wars game, rather, because Battlefront 2 did have a campaign that yeah. we'd had in... Crikey, the last one would have been Force Unleashed 2 before that, I want to say, which is... Well, that came out in 2010. <laughs> so that was nearly a decade without and a single-player was... Star Wars title. That, I think that might have been shorter than the Battlefront 2 campaign. It was like it two hours. It definitely was. I was not ple I was not happy in 2010, I'll tell you right now. But um, yeah, so Fallen Order 2, Star Wars Squadrons. I mean, I think, I, I, I forget now, actually. I, this is, again, yeah, showing how ill-prepared I am. But I swear that EA Motive, they've got one project in the works. And I believe there was talk that they're doing another Star Wars title um, as well. But I can't remember now. But I would assume that maybe that might be a bigger squadrons game maybe i don't I, know it's weird i don't i don't think you get mileage out of say like seven like doing like seven or eight squadron games i feel like you hey those the rogue squadron series we got we got lots of games out of that yeah i feel like games were a lot cheaper to like make back then or so like you mm -hmm. know they, they and they could crank them out faster here it's like everyone just tries to do too much and i feel like it would be a disappointment after a while like i feel like do they just do they just do what battlefront did and just go oh hey you can play in all era ships now in this next one sort of thing mm -hmm. or do they just keep it focused on that time period and do they go on with those characters that we have left at the game that's the thing i'm wondering but yeah like i'm here for another squadron's game but like i'm pretty much going to play most star wars stuff that comes out but yeah i don't i mean it more so than anything like the story didn't do it for me as much but the gameplay and adjusting my shields and then diverting to the uh, multiplayer is so fun when you when you yeah. get an actual team thing and you have a situation where like someone's like i've got a mark on my six and you're like okay i'm gonna get him and you get him and it's like that's that's great that is a great formula <laughs> And when it works, it works. And then sometimes when it just turns into two people flying in a circle trying to kill each other, then you kind of mm. like, then it gets a bit frustrating. But yeah, like I'm not so, I, I can take a bit of a longer gap with this one, like unless they've got something that's really going to mix up. I, I more would like say, I'm here for more, uh, like let's get Battlefront 3 where we can have ship combat. You know, the, the promise of Battlefront 3 OG, where we was going to have ground battles and you could fly into space. Yeah. Let's get that as a reality. I think like mm -hmm. if, um, if was it No Man's Sky can sort of make that work, even though there's hidden loads there, like let's try and get that going. Yeah, I totally agree. I would love to see that. Um, Battlefront 3 seems to be cursed as a, as a title, <laughs> um, but hopefully it'll come through. And we'll move on just to wrap things up. We'll talk about, um, 
you know, the unknown, the unknown regions, as it were, of Star Wars games. Because um, now that basically, you know, Lucasfilm games have opened up the door and inviting pitches from across the games industry, there is a near an ending array of um, studios that could tackle Star Wars and an endless array of genres even for Star Wars titles to actually come about. Um, and obviously with Lucasfilms, uh, you know, giving Indiana Jones to Bethesda and, and Todd Howard, um, you know, there is potential there to get a situation where you have a Star Wars and Indiana Jones gaming library that is maybe fractured across different, you know, console exclusivity deals. Because we don't know if Indiana Jones is going to be exclusive or not. I'm yeah. praying it won't because I don't have an Xbox, <laughs> but I could totally see why it would make sense to do that. Um, in terms of studios that I kind of want to see tackle Star Wars, um, I think Codemasters doing a pod racing reboot is a no-brainer. Uh, I'd love to see that happen just so badly. I need, I need part of the joy, you know, we're talking about that era where there were Star Wars games, like like multiple Star Wars games every year, some forgettable, others great, is that they covered yeah. such a wide breadth of genres. And I want to see that come back. It can't just be all third person action adventure shooters. We need to have, you know, that that return to the to the thing that made Star Wars gaming so great is that you could embody a variety of different experiences in the galaxy far, far away. I'd also maybe quite like to see, you know, if if we are gonna go down the route of the light side and the dark side, not that I'm saying that either Sony or Microsoft are the light side or the dark side. Yeah. Um, but I would maybe like to see either Sucker Punch or Sony Santa Monica get their hands on like a maybe a lightsaber style game. And you know, again, maybe EA will wake up and I know Bioware aren't the Bioware of yore, but maybe we'll get a new Knights of the Old Republic or something like that. You know, we may need, there are, there are so many places they can go to here. So Ben Roy, who do you want to see make a Star Wars game? And what Star Wars games do you want to see made? Obsidian do the Obsidian do a Knights of the Republic style game straight away. Like they did, mm. they got screwed over with um, Star Wars. They got screwed over with Fallout, but then they've had their redemption Fallout story with um, the Outer Worlds. Mm. Uh, so now let them have their Star Wars redemption story by doing another massive RPG or the condensed, massive alluring RPG that we had with Outer Worlds. Like let's get Obsidian back, and if they want to do a Star Wars game, let's get them on board. Uh, uh, you, you got a feel like uh, was it uh, is it Sucker Punch that did Sashima? Yeah, yeah. Sucker Punch or Bend doing a Ahsoka game? Like, why don't we just have an Ahsoka sort of like? Oh. Give, give me that Ahsoka style sort of like. I think I saw some people suggesting this on Twitter as well. But like, I want to play as Ahsoka, but I want to see the sort of like the themes that we had in her episode, and like, I go with that and like make it really sort of like lightsaber combat, like heavy, and make it uh delve into like the areas of fallen order a bit more but like uh it's it's yeah like going to have her escape what they called the is it the vader's vader's group of gang who attacked the inquisitors have, yeah. have like have a story where ahsoka's escaping inquisitors or something like that i mean we have they cover that story in the ahsoka novel about yeah. um you know how she got her white lightsabers and stuff and it's because she stole the inquisitors and then purified the crystals but as we've seen you know with um the the cancelled clone wars episodes and that ahsoka novel as well and then with season three of the clone wars lucasville aren't, aren't strangers to redoing certain stories and different mediums so yeah. that could totally happen with the books they seem like the groundwork and then things get tweaked out of the books when they see fit so like 
I mean, either take what the circus novel is there and like expand on it or go around it in bits, but don't like, you know, totally erase it off the map. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I feel like just jump into this character that people haven't seen. It's like, give us something new. Ahsoka is still new to a vast majority of Star Wars fans, if you think of it that way. Like, like no one, hard, like compared to the people that watch the films or Clone Wars, like films is like way, way up there and Clone Wars is like somewhere in the middle, I'd guess. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, just, just explore that character more. And I'm sure we're having it a TV show coming out. So even like, you know, well, a Disney plus show. So like, sort of like, you know, have it around the same time. Like, I feel like that's just a such a stable character to go from. And I think you just work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like Bend could do uh, the way that day's gone. is like, you're a scrappy out in the wilds, like, and it's the sort of an apocalypse thing. Have Bend do one when you play like on there a couple of planets like Jakku and stuff, you know, like mm. scrounging around. Yeah. I'd like to see that. I'd also, purely for nostalgia purposes, I want to see a Republic Commando game. Uh, bring, I mean, we already know that Delta Squad were brought back into canon with that one episode of the Clone Wars. I forget which one. I think it's when Savage Opress comes onto the scene and is murdering the Jedi and they send Delta Squad to investigate. So we know they're in the canon. Yeah. I want to know what happens to Sev. That's what I want. I finally want that resolved. I don't, I don't know who would be best for that game. I certainly don't think that the team on Rainbow Six Siege would make sense for it, given their focus is on multiplayer. But, you know, if we can get a proper co-op-oriented studio to do something like a Republic Commando sequel, I think that would be great. I haven't got anything else to say, though, Ben Rory. Uh, I don't know if you have any other ideas that are brewing around in your brain before we say goodbye there. I just want... I just want more... Like, I don't want three Four Stars games a year, but I'm mm. interested to see... I wouldn't really want the standard Ubisoft, Ubisoft, sorry, uh, style game like like the the boiled down version. Who knows? Uh, Corey Barlog has been tweeting stuff about space for so long. He mentioned the Mandalorian. I think it was Corey Barlog who wanted to do the Mandalorian, wasn't it? I can't remember. Now. Yeah, and I forgot to say yeah. that I, that was one could be one of my first things. Like I want to see a Mandalorian game because mm. like why not? Or play as another Mando, or play a game on Mandalore. Yeah, go back to the Mandalorian Civil Wars. Flesh yeah. out those characters. Maybe even, you know, Jasta Mareel was brought back into the canon with season two. Maybe you tell the origin of Jango Fett, and, you know, you, you take on... Make it like Red Dead Redemption 2, where Jasta Mareel is sort of the Arthur Morgan figure in a way, and, you know, is the person who kind of raises Jango. I don't know, there are so Boba many different Fett places well, you like... go. Yeah, like you could expand on that sort of thing. There is there, there is so much we can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like we're going to get less cancelled games now because you're not going to have as I think some studios that are going to pitch ideas. Everyone wants to have the opportunity. Every, and, it's not just like they can get rid of it now. It's like if you have the opportunity to make a Star Wars game, you don't want to let that opportunity slip. Valve Digital like, want to get in as well. I like, said, so let's have some smaller titles as well. Yeah. I'm not really sure how that would manifest, but you know, let, we can have the massive Battlefront 3s and the Fallen Order 2s and everything, mm. and the Ahsokas, and then let's have some like little small things on the side. Not necessarily, necessarily phone games, because I'm just retired in that aspect. I can't. My phone is just for Twitter and WhatsApp. <laughs> too weak. Yeah. but that's all i really have unless we have a um explore uh like say a hundred hour epic of mace windu how he comes back to prevalence in the oh here he goes again but yeah the conclusion we have here is that star wars is great and we're looking forward to seeing the new games but i want to know what you all think of the lucasfilm games star wars news with ubisoft and ea down in the comments below or if you're listening to the podcast you can actually go reach out to us on social media we have a what culture star wars account you can also follow me if you want to at you in ruins things and you can follow ben roy turner on twitter at 
You can follow me at Ben Returner. And I'm just sorry, I forgot to mention Thrawn. We need to send Thrawn in there. Get some Thrawn tiles in there. Yep, I'll totally agree. Uh, that, 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 that's it, though. Be sure to subscribe to What Culture Star Wars as well. Don't forget, obviously, 2021 is a huge year for Star Wars. Uh, but anyway, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Later. Or, or a story about one lonely destroyer droid. Or Mars Guo from The Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Get Sleaze Bagano back in there. Yes, Ellen Sleaze Bagano. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.